This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hi, I'm your inner dream monologue and you're fast asleep, so I'll be quick. Great job using the Colgate Optic White Overnight Teeth Whitening Pen before bed. When used as directed, it gives you a visibly whiter smile in just seven days. So while I fly and talk to animals, you're removing teeth stains with ease. Sweet dreams. And when you wake up, keep on living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Find me, gag me, take me to the bunny ranch. People dying, kill me in the packing house. Even you have to win sometimes here. Hey! Yes, it is me, your illustrious host, Macaulay Culkin, also known as Devin Sawa and Jonathan Taylor Thomas. How you guys doing? So um, this week, uh, we have a very special guest. Uh, he is a friend of mine and a friend of the Bunny Ears family. We have Mr. Matthew Bennett, Mr. Matt Bennett. Um, if you don't know who he is, um, don't worry about it. You're going to learn a lot about him during this podcast. Um, he's a sweetheart. He's great. He's funny. He's sweet. We love him. So, um, yeah, I guess uh, enjoy the show. Transition, transition, transition. Everybody wants to hold the mic, you know. Uh-huh. I'm a pacer, you know. So you, like, yeah. you walk so, around yeah. Or? Yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, me too. When I do like a, when we do like our editorial meetings or something like that for the site, it's just everyone's sitting around in a circle, and I'm. I I can't sit for too long. I end up. When I'm at home working, I end up just having to splay out on the floor. Yeah. I can't, like, sit in one seat for too long or mm-hmm. else it's just, what do, you know, what am I doing? Yeah. I, get, I, get, I, I feel like I get burdened by the weight of the world yeah, and I have to... I, listen, I'm really good at, like, burrowing divots onto sofas. Like, you know, like, it's just this... I don't necessarily have a bony butt, but I think I sit hard. Yeah, totally. And so I, I kind of get antsy and I can't sit for very long. Maybe you haven't you know? found the right couch. Maybe you need one of those Casper... Yeah, it, mattress what, what couches. If they make Casper that. mattresses, <laughs> um, <laughs> I always feel. I yeah. feel like I'm missing out. I haven't tried a Casper mattress yeah, yet. You, you know, what? me neither. And actually, we actually did an ad for one, like you know, fucking like two podcasts, like you know, iterations ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, yeah, they said they were going to send us a mattress, and we we never got it. So you hear that, Casper? What, what what's going on? Right, like for real. Like, I wonder if Casper listens to the podcasts that they sponsor. Yeah, I wonder. I do wonder because you know we we did a fantastic ad for them. I'm pretty sure. I what about Dollar remember. Shave Club? No, we never got to do that. Dollar, I, and Me Undies. <laughs> yes, yes. And uh, Blue Apron. Blue Apron, we did do. Yeah, yes, and uh. uh like there's certain things you can and can't do when you do ads. Mm. Like for me, like I got the blue apron stuff and I wanted to say it doesn't give you heartburn. 
wink. Gotcha. Because it totally gave me heartburn. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. It, it's, I think it was sun-dried tomatoes was in the recipe. And it's like, yeah, like my stomach just did not agree with it. Right. So I wanted to go like, hey, it does not. Don't worry. It won't do that. Mm. And uh, yeah, they didn't sponsor again. And Cohen was like, you can't do that. Right. Yeah. So I was like, all right, fine. You, you know, be nice to the sponsors. You have to be super positive yeah, about it, all of this stuff. Exactly. You know, I mean, God bless Cohen because he would actually always do the, the ad reads because mm. I'm just not really good at that kind of if stuff. If you listen to Mark Marin when he does the ad reads they're hilarious yes they're very funny um and if he doesn't have anything good to say about the product he doesn't make it about his experience with the product yeah like blue apron he'll be like you know who has time for cooking at night who's got the time yeah. that's why you got to do blue apron he's never like i do blue apron he says that's why you have to do blue apron <laughs> yeah it's quite it's, it's a very subtle it's little a, shift a nice little twist it's like advertising 101 but it does <laughs> like he's never like i use blue apron it's yeah. always you you should do it yes yes because these guys are amazing they're giving me ad revenue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. 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 Oh, very interesting. Oh, very interesting. So you've been on the podcast before. Uh, um, well, yeah. at least to our audience, you were on the one with uh, when Cohen's dog passed away. That was, yes. Okay. Yes, you were on that that episode. Oh, okay. Uh, and then we have an unaired episode. Yes, that's with, true. With you. Yeah, it's one of the lost episodes. It was one of the first ones I think you guys did. Yeah, it was. Which really, is why I'm like, really why lost. me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, was, I'm not. I'm. You know, we we have uh, we have two lost episodes from the early on kind of thing. Like, yeah, and that's one of them. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, I, thank you for inviting me back. Oh yes, yes, yes. I, I mean, hope I have something interesting to say. Yeah, that well, hasn't too, been said too, before. Too late. Too late. Too no. late. Yeah, too late. <laughs> we started off on, on podcast sponsor. Yeah, exactly. We're already off to a rough start. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, no, we, uh, um, yeah, you know, it was a lost episode because, uh, yeah, uh, Cohen didn't like it, and I actually never listened to it. But he said, Mackie had too much whiskey. It, it's not going to work. Oh. And also, I think we were kind of stepping on each other a lot. Yes. Because, you know, and so, I don't know, he just didn't like it, and it, he didn't like it enough to even, like, show it to me. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so oh. I was like, I felt like we just, we came at it from three different directions. Each one wanted to say something different and it did cause well, a lot of stepping I, I over was, each other. Well, the thing is, I was interested like in you. That's the whole thing is mm-hmm. that I wanted to know more about you. And I wanted to know more about you. Yeah, exactly. I was asking you questions. Exactly. So we were like interviewing each other. <laughs> yes. And then Cohen, and Cohen was, was the one trying to Co- keep Cohen it on. Cohen was doing a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so he was keeping it professional. And yeah. We were just yeah. like, oh, you like that? <laughs> you like the fugs? Oh, let's talk about that. Yeah. yeah or whatever. Yeah. Let's talk about Japan. Yeah. Because you're, you're, uh, you love, love, love Japan. That's right. Yeah. Yes, I do, I do know that about you. You speak a little Japanese. I speak a little bit of Japanese. Um, what happened was, so I was working on a Nickelodeon show for a long time, and after that ended, I needed, I just needed to find some type of hobby that I could put a lot of time into and never really exhaust it. So I just started learning Japanese because I figured that'll at least take me a couple of years. It's still, I, I speak like a four-year-old. It is so difficult. Yeah. So I just started immersing myself in, in yeah. Japanese culture just so. Well, I, I hear it's actually relatively easy to at least speak, to like learn yes, in that. Yeah. that is true. Yeah. Um, I think written form, I think it's a lot different. You know, you know. Yeah, they have three alphabets that you have to learn. Uh-huh, that's fun. Um, one, the uh, hiragana is all like, like shizuka means quiet, and that's written like actual Japanese words are written in this one. And then there's katakana, which is what you'd write, you know, Matt Bennett, Matto Benetto, or like hamburger, all the English loan words. And then there's kanji, which is the pictographic Chinese language, or, you know, the alphabet that they incorporated the, from yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But all the vowels, like uh, all the sounds are the same. There's never like a hidden B, like in womb or tomb. They don't yes, have words right. like that. Comb. It's yeah. comb. <laughs> yeah. A bomb. Yeah. It, you know. Yeah. Uh, I like to do this exercise or like a little fun thing when I'm trying to teach 
hard English to Japanese people mm-hmm. in exchange for them teaching me hard Japanese. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where I'll, I'll show them a word like bomb, mm-hmm. and they'll be like, "Oh, it's you know B O M B," and I'm like, "No, it's B A L M." Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like there yeah. is difficult. Well, I, when I was trying to learn some French, I was having a really hard time because it was like there's so many rules and like it's like you learn some of the rules and like okay, now disregard that. In these instances, mm-hmm. and just don't pronounce the last like two letters in every word, except here and here and here, like that. And I was like, this language is terrible. There you go. Uh, uh, but uh, um, and then next thing you know, I uh, you know uh, I start like evaluating English, and I go, our language is completely terrible, also. Right. Like, you know, when it comes to those kind of things, ours is a bastardization of all the other languages. Yes, so we have Latin and Germanic, and yep. we have the French and the root, French and everything yep. kind of put together. Thanks, um, Romans. And, and and Vikings. I, I got it. Is that who brought it over? Yeah, yeah. The Latin stuff, and then then the Normans brought over the French stuff. You know, yeah. The crazy Normans. I know. What can always I say? a Norman. Always, always those Normans. Oh, Norman. Oh, no, Norman. Oh, Norman. But uh, um, yeah, yeah. But it was a uh, yeah. I always said it was a je parle uh, je parle comme un petit garçon. I speak like a little boy. There like, you go. Yeah, like, like, like that's that's the best I can do. Kind that's of thing. Uh, that's muzzy. Yes, yes, that's French. They're I speaking. I have a muzzy. You do? Yeah. Somebody got me that as a gift. The actual, an act figure of it. No, 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 the actual like box with the VHS tapes right. and the tutorials. Are like, they watchable at all? I mean, I, I, I have probably a VHS in the back of my house somewhere. It, it more just sits on my shelf because it looks right. hilarious. Yes. Okay, yeah. They, I, somebody must have been buying them because they played those commercials so much when I was a kid. I did not know anybody who tried. Well, me using too. Muzzy. And here's here's what I'll say about some like something like that is that when you're a kid. A year is a really long time. Like yeah, it feels right. like a decade. Like I have a feeling it was only around for about a year or two, but mm-hmm. in our minds, it was around forever. You're right, kind of thing. Can you? How old are you? I'm 27 now. Okay. Oh, so they still had it when you were. You know, oh, that's right. Yeah. It was but, the same commercial. It was like. Je suis la fille. Yes, that's French. They're speaking, but no, these children aren't French. <laughs> yes, they're American. Yes. <laughs> um, it's also funny now saying "je suis la jeune fille" because that means I'm a little girl. Yes. So whenever somebody says, you know, like, "Oh, I speak a little bit of French," I go, "Oh, je suis la jeune fille." Yeah, yeah. I go, no, you're not. Yeah, that, that's actually how it happened. How like I was joking with an f- American friend when they were in mm-hmm. Paris with me, and they were saying, "Oh, I know some, I know some muzzy French," and then they threw that at me, and we joked about it. And then as a parting gift, they got me a muzzy. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, they got me a muzzy uh, tutorial. It comes to two vhs's and everything like yeah and a, and a little and, guidebook and everything and everything <laughs> uh i have a little i have a collection of those oddities mm-hmm. things that when i was a kid i couldn't really get or buy um I, I don't know if i should i shouldn't have it i bought or no, i didn't buy it um i somehow acquired a bible from like 1994 1995 a show bible a on show how bible. to make a, a nickelodeon show I found it. Let's oh my just God. put it that way. It's classic. Like, they'll give examples of how to write, create, produce, market. Uh, Here's what uh, they're looking for. The golden age of Nickelodeon. Yeah. It's fascinating because they use examples when, like Rocco. How do you make, you know, like, how is this a, a successful show? How do you make successful products? How do you put the logo on the successful products? It's like that. It's massive. So many pages. Yeah, how, yeah, how, th- how thick is it? Give me, give me it's a, a finger. It's a binder. It's, it's a binder yeah. full of loose pages. Oh my goodness! Look so at, yeah, you, it's, you, 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 good inch or two out of it. Like it's one of, of my my prized possessions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Things you think like about that. Ni- pitching a Nickelodeon show at some point. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it. I was on Nickelodeon, so I have I have a little bit of insight you, you have into an in, it. Yeah, yeah, I have an in. Um, 
It's weird. The old motto was Nick is kids. Yes. And they've kind of moved past that a little yeah. bit. It, before it was like parents should kind of be dumb and out of touch. Yes. And the kids rule the school. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You can't do that until salute your shorts. Salute your shorts. Yeah. That, that kind of thing. Like, oh, adults are like, ugh, and okay. we're really cool. Even in a, like, are you afraid of the dark? It was always the kids figuring yep. the parents didn't have time for the supernatural stuff. Yeah. And the kids yep. had to figure their way out of these tough situations. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Clarissa explains it all. Yes, her exactly. parents never had time. We're for out whatever. of touch. Yes, I love the idea of kid drama. Like <laughs> yeah, Clarissa, yeah. and you yep. go back and you watch it. You're like, oh, this seemed like such an insurmountable problem when I was a kid. But yes. like, she's just wondering, you know, how to get rid of bad breath when she's at school dance right. or something. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. easy. So, yeah, it's funny when you revisit some of that stuff when you're a kid. And like it, it doesn't like hold up the same way. Like mm-hmm. you can't do that on television. It, like oy, you can't you could do it on television now. Yeah, I mean, boy, they said shit on NYPD Blue, and it was yeah, all just down. Exactly. Yeah, they, they, they have butt stuff now. Like in the <laughs> they, got, they yeah. do. <laughs> they have butt Man, stuff. I, I uh, I've been so, so surprised by the state of television. Yeah. Just not. It's not like we've fallen. We've just like. What like I'm watching the act right now? Have you seen that? No, I about haven't. Gypsy Rose Blanchard. Oh yes, never mind. I did. I yeah, watched. Sto- I watched the whole thing. It's so fascinating, yes. but it's so messed up. It really, really like, is. Like they take her teeth. Uh, spoiler: they take her teeth yep. in episode two. Yes, <laughs> she has her teeth forcibly removed, and I'm like. TV now, yep, all yep. right. Shaving her head, yeah, pulling she, out teeth. Putting like, in a feeding tube when she doesn't need it. It's yep. wild. Oy. But also, she's like a master manipulator also. Like, I mean, how far into it are you? I, I'm caught up. You, you, you're done? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you see some of her interviews, especially by that last one, and you kind of see, like, she's really good at playing a victim. Yes. And it, she's still kind of, you know, like, well, she was a part of a murder. She was still an accessory to a murder. Right. Looking again. I mean, so, she admit... I. I have to go back now and watch the documentary, but mm-hmm. she feigns innocent, mm-hmm. and then it just oh, kind the, of oh, the documentary is like yeah, like that's that's the thing that like yeah, that's what I'm going off of. Gotcha. It's yes. like the real oh, life kind of the thing. mommy dead and dearest. Yeah. I think is what it's called. Hi, honey. Hi. 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 Brenda walked in. She threw on her sushi and then she she left. Bye, was honey. It, was it good sushi? Hi, was, was it? Sushi? How was the sushi? It was good. It's in the pantry. He threw it away later. I don't want the cats to get to it. What's that? It's in the. Okay. okay. Yeah, I, you, you got, yeah. <laughs> you're like, okay. <laughs> she wanted me to throw I'll, out I'll the... Take, I'll yeah. take it out with me when I'm on yeah, my way yeah, out yeah. of here. She, she wanted me to throw out the sushi so the dog doesn't get to it. And so she put it in the pantry and so the garbage. Or the cats. Yeah. Oh, definitely the cats. Looking at Do you... Uh, you're not on... You are on Instagram. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I have a, I have an Instagram and, and uh, Twitters and everything like yes. that. Do you yeah. know about Round Boys? No. This is my current obsession. It's just uh, uh, videos or pictures of round animals. <laughs> right, and, like, it's so easy. <laughs> yes. I'm a man of simple pleasures. <laughs> yeah. As I get yeah. older, like, before, I'd be like, oh, man, Bob Dylan, man, he knows where it's at. Yeah. You know, like, the first, you know, like, blonde on blonde, man, <laughs> yeah. that's what it's all. And now I'm just like, oh, round animal going Pizza into cat. Pizza Look, cat. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm, like, fascinated by it. Uh, it just, that's all I need now. Just something just, to make just you some smile. Pe- yeah, just, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. I'm thinking about, because um, we've been thinking about doing some things in social media like we um we did the rapture on sunday oh yeah i saw that yeah yeah so uh we're thinking about just doing rapture tuesdays so it's like things submitted for the writers but also sure. fans and so forth like you know we have a bunch of like other things where you just you're, you're trying to fool people into thinking you've been raptured away. so it's just your clothes your laid clothes out. just laid out like yeah just like with your legs crossed or while you're walking the dog or while you're pumping gas i or... like in in tv and movies when somebody is like exploded and then it just leaves their shoes and yes. the shoes are that, smoking that's kind of what i was thinking i was like is that same kind of thing and one of the things i uh, i want to do i actually haven't even pitched it yet so i'm gonna pitch it to you okay great all right um 
So you get throwback Thursdays, right? Yep. I want like uh, fast, uh, fast forward Fridays. Right. So what you think fashions are going to be in the future. So as opposed to what you used to look like, yeah. what you think you're going to look like. It's going to be, like, le- I think it's just going to be less clothes. Yes. I, I think, mean, I think, I think tinfoil, I think is going to be really in. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think chain but wallets are going to come wor- back. Not worn on the head. Chain mail? Yeah. No, chain wallets. Chain wallet. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> chain mail, chain. I think, I think, every, I, think I, I think everyone's going to just dress like they're in the movie Hackers, I think. you know. Why didn't that happen? I know, right? It kind of there was a second where something called cyber goth was happening. Yeah, you remember this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think it still is happening. No, we it's had so not. many friends that looked like the you know the apocalypse had come. That was their fashion, like yeah. torn up shirt with a like a kilt almost. Yeah, yeah. It, it it's a little, or a little bit of a you know pre Mad Maxi kind of like look. You know, but listen, even the steampunk look didn't even like break. You know, like there's still places you can go to see. Oh, I know, but steampunk. it didn't really break. You know, yeah. Normcore broke in a big way. Normcore, yeah, that was like it was a Were you joke. Just like first. a normal person, yes, <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. But you do it so sti- like you find dad jeans that fit as opposed <laughs> yeah. to dad jeans that are just wide so you'll mm-hmm. find like nice form-fitting levi's super white you know like a super what are you, bleached mm-hmm. and just like a plain champion green yeah, was sweater it, yeah, yeah. with a you know almost like ned flanders core. yeah exactly and, and that's that was, what Nor- oh it's still yeah it's huge everywhere that's i mean i mean that's that's such a weird trend because it's you're you're dressing normal mm-hmm. so how do you distinct, you know, a nice, respectable boy? Yeah, exactly. Like, but how do you, how can you figure out who's doing normcore and who's because, just freaking normal? Because they're young. I was that, gonna say it's it, a youth thing. You dress it's like a youth you, thing. You 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 dress like your 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 corny uncle. Like exactly, uh-huh. your corny uncle would have dressed in the nineties. Yes, exactly. I yeah, think yeah. I've like realized you were about that to golf. anything looks good on something young or somebody young. That's yeah. not, something young sounds weird, but yeah, some young thing, some young, thing. <laughs> somebody young, they can wear whatever they want. Yeah. Like the older that you get, you gotta be like, like a, like a hoodie. Yeah. Yeah. What like, okay. Maybe like when you're a kid, it's like fine, but no, you see a lot of those at concerts, like those kind of older gentlemen. Flannel. Or, you know, I get it. And like, yeah. And kind of just like, yeah, just like it's, it's, I know. Like, listen, I, I'm all for people dressing the way they should dress. Like, oh, they want to dress right, and stuff like that. But at the same time, there's also a little bit of kind of just, oh, that's really unfortunate. But it's like just how much of a difference a t-shirt with a blazer over it could yeah. look. Yeah. You know, if you get the right blazer, yeah. that's that's all I'm saying. But if you, but if you got to look at a dad bod, like, you know, it might, right. not, it might not work as there's much. There's so many ways to make it work. Yeah. There's so many ways to make it work. But here's here's a nice rule of thumb, though. When you, like, you're at a party or a concert or something like that, mm-hmm. and you see somebody who's dressed kind of, like, inappropriate or like kind of just not age-appropriate or kind of just just something that doesn't really suit them, yep. it's probably their party, and they probably own the club. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> you can't be like, uh, fashion tip. The, the owner of the joint? Like, yeah, like, well, just, like, all of a sudden, he's dressing like a 20-year-old cowboy, yeah. and he's, like, 60 years old with, like, greasy hair. like... He owns the club. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I love the cowboy yeah. look. Oh, I, lo- boy. I love the big boots. Yeah. Yeah. I bought a pair. This is one of the weird things in my life. I used to be a mall rat <laughs> and I would go to the mall all the time and with my friends and we would cause just havoc. And we became friends with the owners 
of the leather goods store. I don't know why. I have a leather guy in New York. Yeah, really? I have a leather guy. Um, our guy's claim to fame was that Eddie Murphy once came in and ordered and got like $5,000 worth of leather. <laughs> of just like pants, probably. They were like, that was the best day at the leather <laughs> yeah. store. We, I don't remember their names. We called him Butch and Stretch. <laughs> that's, Cause cause, that's perfect. That's perfect. One guy was tall. That Stretch was tall and Butch was, he looked like Mario. Yeah, a little gotcha. bit. And Stretch kind of looked like me. So he would like take me down to GameStop and pretend to be my dad and get me M-rated games. <laughs> we had such a good time but i so i like i had to repay the favor so i got boots from them i got like a cowboy shirt and it just it's weird like the cowboy look brings me back to long island yeah like yeah long island game stop that's, that's yeah. what i was dressing in when i was in high school <laughs> so you, you, went, you went for it yeah. well, we, we would talk about everything we would talk about music they loved just Duran like, Duran. I don't know what just, was up with that. You were just hanging out at the leather store? All, every Friday, we were at the leather store. <laughs> I'm sure that, I'm sure it was like, yeah, like, like, like clockwork. I'm sure they looked forward to it. And oh, so, I can't wait till these kids. I can't wait till, you know. Yeah. The weird thing is somehow, I don't know why, my grandma, a couple of years ago, was like, I ran into somebody from the leather store at a different mall. She didn't even know that I went there. And my grandma, I like... She's 90-something. Why is she talking to strange men? <laughs> to stretch her butch. You know? To stretch her butch at a different mall. <laughs> Why is she bringing me up? Why do they remember? It's just, it was a really bizarre situation. They moved malls. You don't, you don't, you don't, they, you, they're gone now. Oh, yeah, you, you don't go to the leather store anymore? The leather store is closed. Oh, dang it. It's hard to sell leather yeah, it's on a, Long Island in, in this economy. I was at my leather store, and uh, um, I was there. I was buying a, a little, like, kind of bag thing, and... Um, this lady walks in, she starts talking, because they do custom stuff. They had things in the back, and like, yeah, and she was looking for straps, you know, and she was talking about, like, yeah. lengths and holes and things like that. He's like, oh, let me let, let me talk to my guy in the back, and he walks away. And now it's just the two of us kind of just sitting at the counter, and it was like this quiet sound, and she goes, I'm a prop person on a movie. <laughs> and I go, whatever floats your boat. Like, it just doesn't matter to me. doesn't matter to me. Like, it's a good story. It's right. A good, it's a good story. You know, whatever go you need. Yeah, go ahead. I don't, I don't, I don't care. Like, yeah. But yeah, she thought I was going to judge her on her, on her, like, leather, uh, you know, her custom leather straps. Like, yeah. Straps for, what, do, did, uh, no, did you she, get to she, see them? Or? She specifically said that it's to strap someone to a table. Like, oh, so like cuffs. Like, yeah, cuffs. Fuck. Like ankle and, and wrist cuffs. Wow. And she had sizes and measurements, and she had papers and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it may or may not... I, I haven't seen that movie, so... <laughs> right. I, maybe you have. Maybe she's a prop person for home movies. I hope, but it's good that you were nice to her, because the oh, people yeah. that you see on your way up are the yeah, <laughs> people yeah, exactly. that you meet yeah, on your way yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. You never know when you're going to wind up at a random dominatrix bar. Yeah, exactly. And all of a sudden, you! Yeah, exactly, yeah. Uh, that, that, she, she has the ability to treat you bad or real bad. Oh, really yeah. bad. <laughs> whip, whip. You know, it's the same thing as like treating like the person at the party or the person at the club that you don't think belongs. Always treat them nice because they probably own the joint or it's yeah, probably their fucking party. Yeah. yeah. Compliment their style. <laughs> exactly. I love the cowboy boots and the straps. Mm -hmm. I love it. Love it. So you do a lot of music. Sure. I, I've heard you play before. Like you're great. Like, oh, yeah, thanks, you, you're an instrumentalist. I just like it. Yeah. Um, I broke my leg. When I was in ninth grade or something, and what do you do, you know, for that whole summer, besides just sit inside and learn just, how to play you, guitar? You stick a fork down your cast. Yes, and scratch. I got itches. one of the. I had one of the uh, expandable forks. Yes, you yeah. know, <laughs> it was like a prop or a joke that then became functional. Um, yeah. So over the summer, I broke my leg, and I was just like, oh, I'm just going to learn how to play guitar. And how old just, are you? Oh, um, so it was ninth grade. So 14? 13, 14, yeah, yeah. something like that. Um, and, and so you then, learned yeah, guitar. 
Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> fuck, man. Like, don't talk to me, because I've tried. I've tried. You know, yeah. What did you play in Pizza Underground? I played I played uh, the maracas. Nice. Uh, I played uh, uh, the tambourine. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I was I was percussion. That's, I mean, that's perfect. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, I got, yeah. I they, sang, is what I did. The Velvet Underground kind of had, I mean, they had Mo Tucker on drums. Yeah, actually. But there's a lot of that, like, uh, um, uh, what, uh, All Tomorrow's Parties. Mm-hmm. That, that yes. little... Thump, drum thump, thump. thing that they well, do. Well, we used to play a pizza box, and um, we also had a, a mic for the box, and so and we turned the bass way way up, so it actually sounded like a thump, thump, thump. Like it actually it sounded you know, and also our our, our pizza box player had like was a girl with short hair, so mm-hmm. it was very Mo Tucker esque yeah. in like the whole thing. So you know, we made it work. You know, <laughs> what got you interested in Velvet Underground and? Lou well, Reed? I mean, I was always been a. A Velvet Underground fan. Not always, actually. I was kind of late to the party. I was like well into my twenties. I think we all were late to the party. Well, we, yeah, we all I mean, it. obviously, you know, yeah. But no, everyone kept on giving me the, you know, the the self titled album like as a present. Huh? And, not the not and Nico the and one. Nico, no, and the, the banana one. The banana one. The okay, banana gotcha. One, yeah, and uh, um, yeah, never really kind of got around to it. And then it was actually their live album, their live uh, '69 album that like really got me into it. The legs. Yes, the the legs, and uh, um, yeah, and it kind of went from there. So then my like love developed mm-hmm. and all that. And then, um, yeah, no, it just kind of came up. It was, it was, uh, one of my buddies, Toby, uh, he was dating this girl, Dina and Dina was like, Hey, we have this gag band. Like, you know, sometimes we do open mics or something like that. You should totally join us. I was like, yeah, no, sure. If I have some pizza puns, like sure. Or whatever. Right. And then it was like, she's very ambitious. So it was like two days later, she's like, okay, cool. We have an open mic. Like, you know, at the sidewalk cafe, like you have to come. Oh, no, that was the one place I performed in New York. Oh really? Sidewalk oh, it, cafe? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It, 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 it's notorious. Like that's Regina Spector used to uh, do things there. The multi peaches, mm-hmm. like all that kind of stuff. So I was like, yeah, sure. So we did an open mic there. And then, uh, um, and then, uh, there's Jeffrey Lewis, who I'm a huge fan of. Uh, just his stuff is really, really great and fun. Um, and so he gave us 10 minutes uh, of his set, like, to open for him. Nice. Uh, uh, and then that was it. We re- oh, and then we recorded our stuff uh, in my living room, uh, Max, Kansas City. Perfect. Get it, yep. right? And, um, and then that was it. And I guess she put it on, what, what was the, what's that site? Not, Bandcamp? Bandcamp, or yes. I was about to say Bandmates, but yeah, Bandcamp. And um, yeah, no, I forgot about it. And it was like, nobody did anything with it. I think she just put it up. And then about a month later, I wake up to about 40 texts uh, and phone calls and all kinds of stuff. I thought someone had died. Like, usually when that happens, yeah. like something like, you know, something bad happened. And it was all, are you in a pizza band? And I was like, from friends and family or you know, from, from friends, family, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And it was all across the board. Kind of just like, what is this thing? And it blew up like kind of just, you know, yeah. a month afterward. Um, next thing you know, we... Uh, do a gig at uh, this place, Baby's All Right. And it was like, we still only had the same eight-minute medley. Like, that's all we had. Like all you know, need. Oh, yeah, no, believe me. Our, our, we didn't even know how to tune a guitar. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it was that kind of thing. I mean, it was so lowbrow. Um, and so we met at a bar around the corner, and then um, we showed up about a half an hour before the show. And there was a line, and this is like the dead of winter. It's January. That, and there's a line around the block, and it's four God. people wide. And it was right. like... What the fuck is going on? The like, kids love memes. Oh yeah, the yeah. kids it, love exa- memes. It, it, I think we hit a really sweet spot. Like you know, yeah, it was like that, that Brooklyn hipster kind abs- of thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's so perfectly right in the middle where like Velvet Underground's enough enough of a niche market, but yes. then the fact that there's pizza and you involved, it's yes. just a perfect storm. It, it, I thought it was. A, yeah, I think that's how it worked out. So yeah, we ended up doing it for like a year and a half. And right. Like I mean, like we um, 
played with like Hallmark Superstar. Uh, you know who used to open for us? Freaking Lizzo. Really? Yeah, I I listened to that Jerome song because everybody's like, "Oh, that's the track." Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I uh, I haven't listened to I haven't listened to it yet because I know I think it just dropped as of you know now you know and uh, you know she is a badass bitch like yeah. she's she's freaking great. You, I, know. you know I'm glad to hear it. I f- always feel so out of the loop. It feels mm-hmm. like every week there's a new essential yeah, me, album me that's going to change yeah. your life, and I go, oh, I'm still stuck. I'm still trying to play catch up. I'm still listening to stuff from the '60s and '70s. Believe you me, I'm I'm I, I am so out of the loop. I'm getting I'm getting older. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. And so like I, I just I can't keep up. You know. So it's like, oh, I know this person personally. I will check out their album. Mm-hmm. She has that song, uh, Juice. Okay, that's the other one. Yes, I saw Juice, and then I had a friend say Jerome, which, which was is track. totally gross. Have you actually listen to the, the, no. the lyrics of that song. I mean, no, it's it's all about her vagina juices. That's, oh, really? that's the whole song is all about that. And like, no, I mean, it it doesn't fetishize it. But at the same time, when you actually listen to the lyrics, you're like, that's kind of gnarly. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't say gross, but it's gnarly. Yeah. It's like, you know, yeah. But, uh, um, but yeah, yeah, good, yeah. F- good for her. Yeah, no, honestly, she's she's killing it. And also, I've never heard a song like that, so that sounds. Well, I I was first on tour with Harmar. Um, this is like probably in 2013, something like that, and um, he was like, oh, um, our backup singer. Uh, she's like, I did a couple of gigs like with him, and then he's like, oh, our backup singer's gonna be joining us. She like was on before that she had to leave. Now she's back, um, and she also opens. You should check her out. So I, as soon as I met her, mm-hmm. even before I heard her set, I met her. I go, oh, my God, you're a star. Like, no, for real. Like, she is just a big personality. And she's just like, yeah, like, just so inviting. And then I saw her set. And I was just like, oh, my God, you you, you, you have it. Like, yeah. The, the, the it. With Does a she do the IT. thing where she makes – she, like, gives a second to everybody in the room? Yep. Like, that's that's – Whenever I interact with somebody like that, where at a party they say hi to every single person yeah. and leave them with a positive react or interaction, She's inviting, inviting. That's the number one thing that I find you need to have. Yes. Yeah, exactly. You know, and so she's so inviting and she was really good at hyping up like Harmar because she's the opening act kind of thing mm-hmm. and just really good at kind of just getting that going. And I mean, listen, she, she has, uh, you know, she has chops. She, like, she can freaking sing, but also she's a really good rapper. Like the whole works. Look, right. yeah, look no, she, she has it with a capital I-T. I shall go check it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. Um, you guys also had Kurt cobain which is what we <laughs> talked about this. Yes. I, when I heard about that bit, I was like, oh my God, this is so up my alley. Yes, yeah, yeah. I love the idea of yeah. Kurt Cobain. Yeah, came where, as you were. Yeah, you, yeah. It, it, for the people who don't know, it's just a guy dressed up as Kurt Cobain mm-hmm. who would uh, make all of the Nirvana songs in the past tense. Yes, yes. So yeah, came, came as, as you, you were. were. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember the other ones. Yeah, gosh, it's been years. It's actually, I was just uh, reminiscing. It's, it's been five years since uh, I did yep. that stuff. Isn't that like, crazy? Yeah, that, I know. It, 2014. Yeah, 2014 does not was our, seem long ago whatsoever. I know, I know, and that was that was our last tour. And like, yeah, it feels like yeah. I was just looking at a poster, and I was like, that was five years. That was half a decade ago. Yeah, you know, we're we're almost done. We're almost done with this this decade. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, and welcome to Meditation Minute. I'm your guide, Louis Prada. 
I want to start off today by reminding you that the goal of meditation is to let your problems melt away as you focus on peace and stillness. As they melt away when you listen to my soothing, hypnotic voice, so too does your desire to actually solve the problems in your life. As you listen to my voice, you slip further into complacency, allowing a guy like me to swoop in to capitalize on the opportunities I've lulled you into passing up. Let all of your concerns fall away, like your concern over the eBay listing for that used space heater we've both been watching as hawks watch an injured muskrat scurry across the forest floor. Don't even worry about the listing. You're perfectly happy freezing your ass off. You have plenty of blankets and sweaters. In fact, your soul is warmed by the idea of me snuggling up by a toasty space heater as your digits grow blue with frostbite. Don't concern yourself with the anxiety of the auction's stressful countdown clock that will reach zero in about ten seconds. Pay no mind to the clacking of my keyboard as I enter my bid. Make do by imagining yourself beside a warm, cozy fire whenever you're cold and yes! Got it! Yes! Woo! What a rush! Okay, Uh, well, I hope this guided meditation has brought you the serenity you seek. I know it brought me the space heater I seeked, or sought, or whatever. The point is, I'm the winner, and this has been Meditation Minute. Namaste. I've been here in Los Angeles for 10 years. Really? Yeah, I moved out here 10 years ago. Because you said you're a Long Island kid. I'm a Long Island guy. Whereabouts? Uh, Massapequa. Massapequa. That's why I got into Lou Reed. Okay. Uh, (laughs) You know, he was a Freeport guy, which is on my train line. Mm -hmm. So I always felt a certain kinship. And um, (laughs) when I was was a kid, uh, I developed a crush on this girl who was, she told me she was into musical theater and glam rock. And I go to my dad and I'm like, dad, what's glam rock? And he goes, oh, it's like David Bowie or like Lou check Reed. Out, check out the New York Dolls. And yeah, yeah. Ch- uh, exactly. So I was like, well, I already know about David Bowie because who does? Yeah, Every- yeah. Everybody knows about David yeah. Bowie. But I was like, all right, I'm going to go check out Lou Reed. And he handed me Transformer. And I listened to it. I'm like, this makes so, at like, you know, 12. I was like, this makes so much sense this to me. This sense. is so cool. <laughs> it makes sense to that 12 year old. And Matt then he Bennett. goes, well, that's not even the best album. You got to check out Berlin, mm-hmm. which is not the album to give to a 12 year old. But I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> I, uh, I never heard such an artistic statement yeah, in album yeah. form. I grew up like my cousin did community theater. And one of the first things he did was Tommy. And I got mm-hmm. way into the idea of a concept album. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved that. Yeah. I loved that it was two, it was so good, it had to be on two CDs. <laughs> or back <laughs> then, two LPs. It yeah, yeah it's it like, oh, they have such a, so much story to tell. Uh, so I was like, wow, okay, Berlin is like a full story, but it's dark. It's even darker. <laughs> so then I went back and I'm like, all right, I got to get into Velvet Underground and Nico and Loaded and then and White, started, White, 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 White Heat. working backwards. Yes, exactly. Yeah, backwards and forwards. And yeah. now I find myself, I'm at this weird place where now I'm working forwards and I'm enjoying it. Like, uh, it was just record store day and mm-hmm. I mentioned Dylan before they put out uh, do you know like Blood on the Tracks that yes, album of so he originally did a version that was just him acoustic guitar and a bass 
and it's really stark. It was mm-hmm. bootlegged for a long time because he just... sent it into the record label and they go, this is not marketable. Yeah, we can't do this. We can't do this. You yeah. got to go back and re-record it. So he put in a band, he got a band and put it together. So they just reissued the album officially for the first time, just the way that it was originally with him and acoustic guitar. Oh, and I'm like, I got to buy that. Yeah. And that's an album about divorce. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's what I'm into. I'm into <laughs> like going forward, you know, like now 70s to 80s Dylan, whereas mm-hmm. before I would have sworn by the 60s. Mm-hmm. And now I'm into like Lou Reed's like the blue mask period, mm-hmm. which is all about <laughs> S&M and like dominatrixes and stuff. Yeah. And like he's he's in a committed relationship and the entire album is just like, how the fuck do I get out of this? How do I, you know, how, how do I, how do I navigate this? And imagine, so imagine dating him at that time. Like, it would have been an, hey honey, check out my, check out my new stuff. Yes. Like, I just came back from the studio. So that was like the 70s. <laughs> and then at the 80s, he'd try to go commercial and it's yeah. really hard to listen to. Yeah. And then around the late 80s, he did songs for a Drella. Lo- a, a lot of people were confused in the early 80s. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like just, yeah. Uh, the Rolling Stones were kind of confused. George Harrison. George Harrison was kind of confused. Yeah. Whenever Reed. I think of missteps, I think of that one George Harrison album where he's in like a Hawaiian shirt and sunglasses mm-hmm. yeah. with the guitar. I don't know what album it is. It was, uh, um, uh, I was on tour with Adam Green and uh, my buddy Toby Goodshank. And it was, they had a play Lost. And it was cool. literally just that era. That's so smart. That's so smart. I love it. Yeah. And it was, here's the thing though. It was like 30 songs or something like that. But it was funny, right? And then it was funny the second time. It was funny kind of the same time. And then it's kind of just, oh my God, it's all that we would listen to. Adam Adam kind of is kind of an OCD when it comes to that. Sure. And so I remember I went to sleep in the car. I was like, oh my God, I'm hearing this song again. So I went to sleep in the car and I woke up and the same song was playing. Because like three it, hours it, later. Already, it already had looped around. <laughs> and, it is playoffs, I mean, honestly, it's, it's hilarious. It's kind of like the worst of like legends. Okay. It like, wasn't like lost classics. No, it no. It wasn't like, okay, nobody listens to the 80s. Like, no, the worst like of Joker the, Man, the Dylan, you know, the no, Dylan no, song. It's, it's, the, it's the worst of the Rolling Stones, like that early early 80s kind of thing like mm-hmm. it's the worst of Lou Reed the worst of Iggy Pop gotcha you know? yeah, yeah yeah Iggy went off you know some of that stuff is really hard yeah. to listen to I, I had a um, another parody band that I kind of wanted to do a spinoff but uh, you know just ran out of steam it was uh, Piggy Pop like Lust for Lard uh, oh, I, th- uh, I thought you were going to say it's Miss Piggy doing no, no, no. Doing it, it, Iggy it's, Pop songs. It's Iggy Pop songs about ham and and, and pigs and okay. bacon. And yeah, Lust for Lard, uh, 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 pig clubbing. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pig clubbing. Uh, uh, the sausager instead of the passenger. To... You know, he fries and he fries. <laughs> he fries through bit. and Dewey delights. Like, <laughs> I have the B sixty nines. Which is exactly what it is. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. B fifty two songs about sex. Um, yeah, we we had a lot of them. We I had... wanted to do a uh, a crust punk Beatles cover band called Scum Together. <laughs> nice, but it, it, the Beatles are so they they have so many cover versions. Well, already. Uh, somebody like threw us when we were doing the Pizza Underground stuff. They they threw us um, the Eatles and the Eatles the Eatles. Okay, and it's kind of exactly what you thought it would be, and it really actually wasn't that great. Um, but then we came up with a thing where it was the uh, the Eatles, their Beatles songs about the B. Like, let it E, let it let E. e. Yeah. Oh, very good. <laughs> get Axe. See, and get when you said Eatles, get... I thought the Eagles first. No, no, no. Get... Like food parodies. No, no, no. It's get get Axe to where you once Elong. You know? <laughs> that's that's good. I know. It's pretty good. I like I, it. I, I have strokes. It's stroke songs without the does. <laughs> 
just so you just remove all of the thes from stroke songs. You know, yeah. Are there a lot of thes in the stroke? Not necessarily. Not necessarily no, it would no, just... no. It's one of those things where it's like, uh, remember those like time life kind of like things where like they only just play a couple seconds of a yes, song. There you go. As it scrolls down the screen, it's like all you need to do is just find you know the right kind of thing. And I I I, I, I should do an infomercial essentially That's for a, for, yeah. for a fake album. That's a you good know. bit to put on bunnyears.com. Yes, exactly. Bunnyears.com, your place for for bits <laughs> for short form comedy. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I Matt like Bennett it. approved. Mm-hmm. Man, so uh, I saw you recently. Now I'm interviewing you. Again. No, yeah, please. Yeah, uh, I saw ahead. you recently interviewing Weird Al Yankovic. Yes. If you had told, you know, seven year old Matt Bennett that he would be living in Los Angeles, he would have known he knows Macaulay Culkin and Seth Green yeah, yeah. hanging out backstage at a Weird Al Yankovic, you know, kind of show. Yeah. I would have been like, nah. Nah. I would have been like, ah, I quit. Yeah, exactly. I quit life. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. it. That's yeah. all I need. Uh, that was pretty wild. Yeah, it was pretty wild. You know, yeah. It was a, it was a, it was an interesting show. Um, oh, he made great. him. You made him eat the Twinkie Wiener sandwich. I made him eat the <laughs> Twinkie Wiener sandwich. He said in interviews that he doesn't want to do it anymore. Oh, I didn't know so that. Like, <laughs> he says that people have made him do it so much, that, and now he's vegetarian. I know. So when you did, I was like, oh no, I know. Well, it's just I'm, I didn't I'm, do any research. I mean, like I, I've already done enough <laughs> research in my youth, essentially. Yeah. You know, yeah. But um, I made his vegan. I did. Yes, that was good. Yeah, yeah. So I, 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 I knew that 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 much about him. But yeah, I see him every once in a while eating at like a cafe gratitude, and I always want to go up and yeah. But I've taken I've taken pictures with him twice already. I don't want to be like <laughs> one just, more. Just keep doing it. Well, we had this. We He'll had start this recognizing thing. you. you know, yeah. We were back. Uh, I got backstage at one of his concerts, and um, I want to get a picture with him. And I handed my phone to a lady and she kept doing, it was back when iPhones were kind of new. So she kept doing that thing where she hits the power button instead yeah, of the picture button. Turning it off. And she keeps turning it off. So after the third time I go, does anybody else want to take the picture? Mm-hmm. And Weird Al gave me like this stink eye, just like, oh, how could, and I was like, I'm kidding. And everybody laughed. Everyone mm-hmm. was like, oh, that's funny. We like that bit. But I felt so bad that I, Cause he, cause for a second he, he was just like, totally. And I think that me making a joke at the expense of somebody else. That's Even what though, I mean. I mean, he's like, so, the woman completely understood that it was a joke. I just felt so bad. Yeah, and like, uh, afterwards, Weird Al kind of, like, brightened back up. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to distance myself by maybe a decade more yeah, yeah. before I go back up you to him. grow a mustache. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm a new person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a completely different person. Um, I've gotten to sign stuff. Like, I, uh, Running With Scissors was the first CD yeah. that I bought. So I got it. Was it the first CD that you ever 1998 got? 1998 or 99. Yeah, 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 totally. The first one that you ever got. Uh, the first I bought for myself with my own money. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had Tommy by the Who. Yes, obviously. Yes. And very, very, that. Yes, and various <laughs> uh, uh, like kids compilations of stuff. Like what? Like kids bops. There was one that I had that was uh, Halloween songs, like that are appropriate for kids, mm-hmm. and, like Monster, Monster Mash, Mash, but yeah. also like Werewolves of London. Ooh. And my dad's. So it was always. You know, I'd be like, oh, I like this. And my dad's like, well, here's something else you got to check out. Mm-hmm. So I'd be like, oh, I like Warren Zevon. He goes, well, check out this album, Excitable Boy, which so, is but, not the right album to give to a child. <laughs> oh, no. But I mean, it seems all right. You turned out all right. Like, uh, you, know, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> There's some weird stuff yeah, up there. Kind but, of. You know, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> as well as we all can. <laughs> Moving out to Los Angeles at 17. Yeah, exactly. You exactly. see some weird stuff. I, uh, I was taking an acting class and there's a 22 year old kid who just moved out here and 
by 22, I had seen so much more stuff than the average person. Mm-hmm. And I was asking him, like, so you haven't been to like weird sex parties at clown mansions? And he goes, <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm like, like the clowns that yeah, live in the yeah, Hollywood yeah, Hills. Yeah. Like they're literal clowns. <laughs> I've been to parties where they have, you know, it's like we, so weird. It's like borderline and orgy. I've been to that party. <laughs> I didn't partake. I just have been. Yeah. He's like, no, that's not, we don't. No, I think I'm, that's I'm just waiting here. tables at Crave. You're right. right. <laughs> um, so I realize I live a blessed life. Is yes. what I'm trying to say. Yes, uh, I say that all the time too. It's it's blessed. Yeah. It's very blessed. I, it's a, I'm a blessed I person. My blessed. Life. I know you cherish your blessedness. When did you move out here? You said um, uh, 2009. 2009. Yeah, I did uh, a movie called The Virginity Hit. Mm-hmm. So it was weird. I did a one-two punch. I booked a Nickelodeon show called Victorious. Then did a movie called Virginity Hit. So I did the pilot. Oh, so like, did, did the movie. So did you move out here and then audition for those? No, I got no, them. You got them in, in New Long York. Island or New York. Yeah, pretty much. I, was li- yeah. I would have to take the LARR. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Long Island Railroad for those not in the know. Yes, yeah, for, for, for all you non-New Yorkers. It was an hour to get out, an hour to get back. Yeah, yeah. But that was good. I would get my schoolwork done, and then I would spend the rest of the time reading and listening to music. I knew a lot of kids that would do that. I had a lot of Long Island like kind of kids that were on the yeah. circuit. So and, I have a yeah. ton of formative experiences memories walking in the snow listening to bell and sebastian for the first time oh my gonna be pretentious for a second listening to, to uh, uh uh get me away from here i'm dying in the new york <laughs> snow yes i'm like wow this is a moment right yeah, now yeah, that i'm yeah. having um i mean another pretentious and, and pursuing your dream yeah and pursuing you know, like yeah. <laughs> bundled up against the cold feeling like i keep mentioning bob dylan i like him um <laughs> feeling like bob dylan in the cold yeah, yeah. um what else I, like a uh, neutral milk hotel yeah, you were one of those kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. read, of course, walking mm-hmm. around listening to that stuff. I was really into hardcore punk, so like feeling aggressive, walking down the streets, it, like listening to. There's a band, you know, Graf Orlock. No, I don't. I was so big into Graf Orlock. I think yeah. you'd like them. Okay, they're like I, I, super I, I, thrashy. I like, I like punk. You know, yeah, they're super thrashy, but they intersperse their songs with uh, uh, movie sound clips. So it'll open with like, uh, uh, check it out. We got independently targeting particle beam phalanx. That's all I have to say about this puppy. We got tactical smart missiles, base plasma, pulse rifles, RPGs. We got sonic electronic ball breakers. We got nukes. We got knives, sharp sticks. And then it goes, bah, 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 bah. That's from Aliens. Oh, my goodness. So it's like that type of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, was way into that. Yeah, love it. Um, you can cut all that out. It's probably going to be a no, 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 yeah, no, no, no. I, be... I don't think it's going to be a copyright infringement or anything. Mm. Yeah, I, I'm surprised they actually didn't get tagged. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean it's so low. You know, but it's so, but it's so kind of yeah, like it's it's no big deal kind of thing. Like in here, it's, it's yeah, it would be uh, it'd be like pennies, yeah, or something. I don't oh, know. Not, much, not even no. You just don't pay. You you, you just expect that they're not going to notice. Yes, that's what that's you right, do. That's right. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, <sighs> but yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah, I got some, I got some punk bands. Like, I'll, I'll, th- I'll throw you some things. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to plug them because they probably half of them are dead or they're all broken up. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but trying to like, think, who are the dead punkers that I like? I mean, like, uh, so this girl that I had a crush on, um, she told me she liked glam rock, and I went to my dad and I raided his CD collection mm-hmm. and I made her a two CD mix. I was waiting, to, you know, like my, I, my Tommy. See, I, I, I used to do. Uh, uh, I go as far back. I used to do. Uh, like tapes, yeah. actual audio tapes. Those those were my mix. I actually found like Mac Mix Volume Two uh, recently in the back of my house. What was in it? Like uh... oh, like Four Non Blondes. I mean, it was really like that? things okay. like that. Like you know, it was very nineties. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It was very early nineties. Obviously, I mean, I assume it's the uh, what's going on. Oh, what's well, going on? Yeah. Is that song just called What's Up? Yeah, what's up? What's up? Uh, um. Do you know any other Four No Blood songs? I don't. Yeah, I don't, that's what I'm saying. I like, think the, yeah. ge- the general population there's, there's doesn't plen- know. There's plenty of Linda Perry songs, but, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. But, yeah, that's the only uh, Four No Blonde ones that I know. 
Are there any 90s bands that you've come to later that you've been like, oh, why did I miss this the first go around? Hmm. I mean, I kind of like Oasis in an ironic kind of way. Mm -hmm. Like my little brother was into it and we kind of shared a wall. So I kind of had to like, you know, I absorbed it. Yeah. But um, it was one of our warm up songs for Pete's Underground. We, you know, uh, uh, you know, maybe gonna be the one that saves me. And we'd all just do it in a really cockney accent. Yeah. There's something about that song that brings people together. Yeah. And we'd all freaking just like sing it to like warm up. But we'd all do it in a cockney kind of accent. You know, yeah. I was walking through the streets of Gold Coast, Australia. I was doing a Nickelodeon. <laughs> show out there and um it was like two in the morning three in the morning the bars were letting out and uh there was just one guy on the sidewalk playing that song mm -hmm. i sw it was like ed sheeran or something was playing in the streets yeah. busking like girls as far as the eye could see <laughs> were swarming drunk girls going maybe you're gonna maybe be the one that just, i have video me. of it where it's just some guy some lone Australian playing and like making human connections happen. I, I had a, I had a, a thing where um, I was in Germany with uh, Adam Green and like a bunch of his band. Mm -hmm. It was after a show, so there's like other kind of like people there. You know, we were probably walking around with a group of like 15 of us. Damn. And we Rolling walk on, we walk onto a, a subway like platform, and I just like we're all like drunken, and I just started drunkenly singing Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh my god. You know, is this the real oh life? Is this a and everyone thought it was gonna like okay, there's just drunken Mac, like you know, sitting down. And within thirty seconds, everyone in our group was singing, and then everyone across the platform was singing, and then the, the next thing you know, the entire subway station was singing Bohemian Rhapsody. Did they out loud go da na 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 yeah, na yeah, yeah. na? I, I have this thing. I I sometimes when I hear a song that I. I mean, like Bohemian Rhapsody, great and everything, but how many times will I be forced to listen to Bohemian Rhapsody against my will? Mm -hmm. Like, you're yeah. at Ralph's, yeah, which is a grocery yeah, store yeah. out here. How many times will I have to... It, it started with Don't Stop Believing. Yeah. Which yes, I'm like, how, yes. like, I've never actively sought out hearing this song, mm -hmm. but I know every single word. Yep. How many times have I had... Like, when I die... Mm -hmm. I wish I could have a counter of like, you had to listen to Don't Stop Believing 800 times. They got like a little thing life. on your like iTunes. Like yeah, how many your times iTunes played. of your life. Yeah. <laughs> you had to listen to Bohemian Rhapsody or other people, you know, doing the guitar. I mean, you seem like a karaoke person. Right? I love karaoke. I know. Yeah, so me too. I haven't done it in a while, you know, yeah. Uh, but uh, that's one of those songs that like, whenever you're losing the crowd, you do Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, God, it's so long. I know. And it's, it's. But then you, it has to be at the right time of night. Exactly. It's when you're losing everybody. Like everyone's starting to kind of like dip. Right. And then like, no, and then everyone sings along. It's like, no, come up here. Come up here. Come play with those, me. Everyone knows the words. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, yeah. I think Don't Stop Believing is a really good one like that. It's just so annoying. Uh, um, uh, smells like Teen Spirit, actually. You'll actually get people like that'll sing along. Which is weird that. because the lyrics are so nonsensical. They, exactly. The people know yeah. everything. They, 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 you know, they want to they want to anticipate the chorus. And that's the thing about karaoke is that sometimes people choose the wrong songs because they know the chorus. Mm -hmm. Like they want to do Piano Man. Yeah, but they don't. <laughs> but they don't know the actual lyrics. By, by the third verse, they're like, oh, oh my god. By the, the fourth verse, like you know that song is like yeah, like it's it's something. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and the lyrics are even up there. But yeah, you do see them kind of shuffling their feet, being like, oh, no, 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 Karen, come and help me, Karen, please, yeah, exactly. Karen. <laughs> and they like kind of sway up on stage together. Waiting for that chorus to roll back around. Yeah, exactly. And then they can uh, then they can kind of put man. their arm and around somebody and just swing like you know, yeah. Mm -hmm. But uh, um, do you have any karaoke classics? Oh like, yeah, don't uh, I do? Don't stop believing. I do. Uh, 
<laughs> I, I fucking hate that song. I hate that song. But yeah. I mean, I can fucking tear it down. Bring people together. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do "Daydream Believer" by the Monkeys. That's a good one. I've That's done just, that one. Yeah, and I do uh, "Lady in Red" by oh, Krista wow. Berg. Oh, jeez. Lady in Red. I know. Boy, way to bring the house down. When I was uh, <laughs> when I was younger and into hardcore punk, I would do um, an all screaming version of "Born to Run." <laughs> I would just scream it because it's long, and people yes. people by the t- by the second verse when that comes around and you're still screaming, they're like, "What am I in for?" <laughs> oh right my now? god! This and is he also does end. a lot of hoes, <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> which is perfect for just saying, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> uh, I've certain I've torn the roof off of a place. Yeah, like that. nice, nice. Uh, what about you? What do you got? Oh, my way. The Frank Sinatra. The Sinatra. Yep, I do that. I actually, I'm a bit of a crooner. Actually, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I, I sing in a, uh, I sing in a baritone. Actually, like I sing actually a register lower than my speaking voice. Huh. Uh, it's where I'm com- It's where I'm comfortable. Um, yeah, and so yeah, I do a lot of that. Um, yeah, a lot of uh, like kind of Elvisy kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, if I can dream, that's in that Elvis one. Okay. Um, and then it's you know, I, I, sometimes I'll do I got you, babe, just by myself though. <laughs> do you like yes. switch microphones back and yeah, forth? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll, just do, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that uh, ironically. You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I dig that. I, I, That's I like that. Funny. A, a, a solo. I got you, babe. I got you, babe. <laughs> so I got you, babe. So you do a lot of monologues. That's right. Yeah. Yes. That yes. Was, I was trying that out for a while and uh, rave reviews from everybody. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, we, we're raving over here at Bunny Ears. Thank you. Yes. Um, yeah, I just I was very inspired when I saw Swimming to Cambodia, the Spalding Gray movie. Yes. And then I got into Eric Bogosian yeah, in yeah. a big I mean, way. Those are those are the Godfathers. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, I just liked how angry, how eighties it all seemed, and yes. how angry Eric Bogosian would get with his characters. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, but he his, would do like characters. Yes. Where Spalding Gray was always Spalding Gray. A one man show of characters. That's why I saw I've been taking classes over at Groundlings just trying to figure out how to do sketch and characters. Yeah, okay. Great, because that's what they. Extreme or Bogosian kind of like the influence kind of thing? Well, that, that's the weird thing. I love the format that Spalding Gray would take. Him yes. at a desk, just telling a little chunk of his life. So you know Monster in a Box? Yes. So do you know the end part where he's talking about um, uh, he was doing. Our town. Yeah, he was the narrator of our town, and then the little boy throws up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's my brother. Mm-hmm. That's my brother. Yeah, he's 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 you know yeah, he, which brother? Uh, my my the the older brother. Let me just put it that way. The yeah. older brother. Yeah, yeah. Well, I just I don't want to call him out because I think he's still embarrassed about it. Like all these years later. Is he on a show that rhymes with Ruck Russian? No, no, no. He's okay. yeah, he's younger. That's younger. Yeah, yeah. Right. No, um, but yeah, which no, it, by was, the way, Ruck Russian is a great show. Isn't or, that we, great? Yeah. Oh, I, I freaking love that show. I know. I, honestly, it's it's uh, my my brothers actually never cease to amaze me. Yeah, like, yeah. Like I finally I got around to it. It was I'm, ter- I'm a terrible brother. I don't I never watch my brother other brothers work kind mm-hmm. of thing. Uh, nor do I expect them to watch my stuff either. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I'm like, he's so impressive on that. Like, yeah, yeah. it's, you know, I, I, I can see why he gets nominated and all that kind of stuff. It is a tough sell because I I was watching it. And after about episode four, I'm like, why am I still watching this show? Mm-hmm. Episode six, spoiler alert, when, they, when he tries to do the takeover, mm-hmm. I was hooked. And yeah. then every single episode after was so good. Mm-hmm. It just, it's hard to pitch somebody be like, you have to watch the first five hours yeah, and then it gets and good. And then it gets good. But I mean, it's still good. Like, I mean, like the pilot is like, you know, it engaged me. Yeah. Like, no, I, I it was it. a good show. It's just after a while, I was like, I, I don't know what I'm getting out of this. Yeah, exactly. I'm watching the same thing over and over kind of thing. Like, it, yeah, it also, I'm, I'm watching like kind of like 
newsroom, but like kind of just darker or like more dour or yeah. whatever. Like, yeah. And Billions had already been on TV and I'd watched <laughs> yeah. the first season. I'm like, this is, it's a little bit like Billions, mm. but then, oh man, just my heart was yeah. racing. Now, Kieran, Kieran's so good at like kind of being dry mm-hmm. and being just, just the, the dry kind of humor and kind of just, his character is so wise great ass. though, especially he's in that great. episode because, you know. You, he he poses it like he has a strong backbone, and then you just see him kind of crumple up. Mm-hmm. Such a fascinating character. Yeah, it's, turn. it's, it's, it's like his character this whole season. Like, yeah, it's like yeah, just has this false confidence. I can't wait for season two. Yeah, well, they're doing it. They're doing it. I've been watching. The, pay, it's paying the rent. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've been watching the act, and I've been watching Killing Eve. Which one is Fleabag. that one? So. It's so weird. Here's the other thing as I get older. My celebrity crushes are like, what? What? Like that? Like, I love AOC. Okay. And I love uh, Phoebe Waller-Bridge. She wrote a show called Fleabag, which um, they did a, a one series, and then they just did a second season, like a whole... How does It's like a British show, so how does that work? They do series. series they they right? call them series, so it would so be like, yeah, series Dr. One, Hughes, series Dr. Who's two. on like series, like... 11 right now so bizarre yeah, yeah, yeah. um so they just did they just finished the second one elevator lift whatever and in between <laughs> she just blew up like the first the first season or series was a couple of years ago and in that time she was in the star wars movie as the new robot it's like, it's like benedict cumberbatch you yeah know? He, it's blew like up. A, he blew up he did three episodes of sherlock holmes and he blew up you're right yeah um and then she did she wrote on the show called killing eve which is sandra O oh and jodie comer that's the one who's like the the best uh, serial killer you've ever seen in your entire life. Yeah, the, the trailers do actually look really good. I, I, I forget. I, I, I it was I was watching something and it was like every other commercial was for Killing Eve. Like, don't forget to watch yeah. it. Yeah, and I I've loved Sandra O oh since Sideways. Mm-hmm. Like when I first saw that, I was like, oh man, she's so yeah. She good. did a pretty okay job at the uh, the uh, Globes this year. Oh, uh, was she hosting it? Yeah, yeah. Her, I, her I, and Andy Samberg. It was so weird. That's a good pairing. I know it's such a weird pairing. Like, you I, wouldn't. I don't think watch it. award shows. I really. There's something so. I mean, uh, stage is not the right. I, I, something I, so bizarre about. Yeah, them. Well, yeah. They're so staged. They're so staged. <laughs> there's just something so unnatural about it. Yes. Yeah. Um, no, I, mean, I don't like watching people fake smile. Yeah, me neither. I just. I kind of do it so we can rag on it. And things like that, like sure. we live tweet the Oscars and all that kind of stuff. That's like right. you know, so it's like yeah, we kind of we wanted to see um, uh, at least when it came to the Golden Globes that we didn't like um, retread old water. So it's like oh, whatever jokes we already had par cooked for for the Oscars, mm-hmm. wanted to make sure that they didn't use them at the Globes yeah, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's actually uh, the not this year, but the last year there was one or two jokes that we did right before Jimmy Kimmel did the exact same joke. <laughs> so we were kind of like we were a little more like kind of like okay, we should be like. On top of this, yeah. looking at you. It's tough. Great minds. Yeah, great, great, great minds, minds think a lot. lot. Yeah, yeah. Great minds think a lot, yes. That's right. Yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Um, I like I like little switches. I also, uh, I've been saying, uh, but it's all bridge under the water. Yeah. I say that a lot to people. And, and the they'll water. be like, yeah, you're... Wait, what? Hold on a second. Uh, um, that's what I call being funny. That's, that's my yeah. sense of Comedy. Humor. So, are you still on that uh, ABC show? You're, uh... Yeah, totally. Uh, it, well, it's CBS. CBS. Or, sorry, uh, sorry. We gotta go back. It's TBS. Oh, <laughs> so you still on that show? Um, yeah, uh, Bar Mitzvah on TBS. Yes, TBS yes. very funny. Yeah, how's that going? Uh, it's amazing. Um, we have we did twenty six episodes, yeah, season t- one. T- tell tell the audience about the show. Right. So I uh, I have a show that I star in. Um, Bob Saget plays my dad. So it's very funny. Basically, um, it's about a bar mitzvah TBS, boy. Very funny. TBS, very funny. Um, about a bar mitzvah boy who gets stuck in a wormhole and has to relive his bar mitzvah over and over and over again. So I play the bar mitzvah boy. 
And yeah, it's just uh, TBS believes in it. It's produced by Haley, uh, by Kaylee Kuoko Sweeting's production company. So we have great names behind it. We have a lot of fun. And I think that if you liked season one, um, season two is going to be even funnier. Are, are you like still in a wormhole kind of thing? Yeah, I'm are, still are, stuck in the wormhole. Are you aging as you go? That's right. Oh, gotcha. Um, that's one of the things one of the writers on the show came up with. Oh, nice. We have uh, professional writers. It's We sit down. Uh, you know, sometimes I get to sit in the writer's room and just listen to them talk. Yeah. So it's, right. and it's always a laugh riot. Oh, wow. Um, and it's, it, the thing that I like about working in television, it, it's almost like a family, you know, after a while, it's just almost like the cast members are your family and we all get along so well. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we get dinner. Wow. So it's, like, I mean, what do you, what do you like? Get like, what, like, like, like chicken sushi. wings? Oh yeah. Sushi? I mean, yeah. Um, ch- uh, sushi, chicken wings, salad. Sometimes we just go at like, a like, drive through that's and wild it, it is pretty weird pizza I mean, yeah, yeah i always um, that's one of the things i miss about acting is the camaraderie but know? here's the thing you know just to go back um tacos oh there you go sometimes like we live in los angeles best place to get a burrito and a taco oh, do, you, do you ever get one of those like taco trucks for the crew or oh like you that? know what yeah that was, that? That, that was kaylee Oh, okay. Kaylee Kuoko Sweeting, um, actually, on the last day, she got a, a mocha frappuccino truck. Oh, my goodness. Which is, and, like, well, that's what I, you know, like, that was... Is that what you ordered? That's what I ordered, yeah. so. <laughs> nice. Um, that's, oh, that's, that's, that's cool. So, uh, so you got picked up for season two. We're, you were doing season two. Officially okay. announced. All right, cool. Uh, 2020, or is it going to be the end of 19? <sighs> yeah, we're going to start shooting in a couple months. Nice. The All writers right, cool. have to have to uh, restructure a little bit now now was this something that was uh like did you develop this or like it was just a script you found in a pile um sometimes you just are in the right place at the right time and i was i'm the perfect guy yeah. for the I mean, show about being being bar mitzvah you, you know, actually do look raised... like a 13 year old boy yes yeah. and i was i'm half jewish so it's not that yeah. much of a stretch yeah so the good um, half the good ha- yeah. <laughs> that's right yeah <laughs> the lower half is 50 yeah. percent um yeah, and uh, it's just been a real blessing uh, to my life. Yeah, honestly, I, I can't say I've seen it. I've just seen the commercials and I've seen the the, the promos mm-hmm. for well, it. Um, the first, the pilot's streaming on the uh, TBS app. Oh, okay. So you can okay, yeah, totally you, go. And is watch it, is that. that free? Uh, so yeah, the first episode is free, okay. and then the rest you if you sign in with your cable provider. Oh shit! I mean, I guess we'll watch it together after yeah. this. Yeah, yeah perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I see you got a nice TV. Oh, I'm oh. To say hi. hi, honey. Hi. Good to see you, my friend. Bye. You got to keep this in. This is too good. No. The yeah. two interruptions. Oh, yeah. No, totally. Like, yeah. So my girlfriend's leaving for work. She's working nights. Bye, Brenda. And she's, she's putting on, what are those Uggs? She's wearing Uggs. And she's walking She's got the, the comfy chic look going. I know. I know. She's going, over, to, she's going oversized to work. Oversized hoodie. Adidas sweatpants. She's working nights this is nowadays. What the fans, this is what they listen for. They want wardrobe breakdown. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. So, yeah, that's me. What are you up to these days? Oh, me? I'm, I'm just running bunnyears.com. Uh, you know, got to run in our articles and all kind of stuff. Do an editorial tomorrow. Nice. That'll be fun. Uh, it should take about 45 minutes, but we take about over an hour and a half because we're all really funny. Mm-hmm. So, we're always one-upping each other. Just laughs. Yep, yeah, We're just laughing and one-upping each other with jokes. Uh, um, yeah, doing that, doing the podcast. Um, I'm gonna be doing some more uh, stuff with uh, Red Letter Media. Um, yeah, yeah. Th- I watched that. That was so cool. Was I love so those fun. guys. Yeah, me too. So I like I'm it because more next. A month. lot of the movies that they go to see are not movies that I particularly want to see. Yes, but I like to hear their input on it. Exactly. I, I'm not gonna watch the new Halloween movie, but of I want I want to hear their take on it. You know that kind of. Stuff. I just I don't watch any of the Marvel movies. Oh, see, I, I'm I'm going tonight. 
Oh, you are? Yes. Actually, I, I, funny enough, I'm going, after this, I'm actually going to a Bob Saget benefit. Oh, your, great. Your co-star. Tell, yeah. 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 So He told me he was doing that. It's yeah. going to be so fun. Yeah. So I'm doing that, and then I have to go straight from there to the Avengers movie. Great. <laughs> so, Are you seeing the midnight premiere of it? Uh, 11.30. How are you going to stay? It's a three-hour movie. Uh, believe me, I actually had to wake up extra early today also. So I'm, uh, yeah, I'm... I'm I'm trying to pace myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just I, I don't know. I was thinking about asking Bob to move the benefit, but uh, move it to a different day. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, <laughs> it's funny uh, the the invitation for it, like you know he talks about like who's going to be there. It's like you know Stamos and this and that. And the very bottom it says, oh, and also Dave Dave Chappelle said he might show up. <laughs> That's right. all it says, like really small on the bottom. <laughs> Have you ever seen Dave Chappelle before? Um, no, uh, not live. No, we uh, there was a venue called Meltdown Comics. I used to host a show there, and uh, their Wednesday show would have so many crazy drop-ins. They used to have, I mean, I saw Robin Williams there, Sarah yeah. Silverman, Jim Gaffigan, Dave Chappelle dropped in, Louis C.K., rest in peace, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, um, so many so many of the greats. <laughs> yes, all the, this would drop all, the, in. all the dead but, greats. But yeah, Dave Chappelle had a very controversial set there. Yeah, he made yeah. some very off-color joke. I can't remember exactly what it was. Oh, um, uh, even if you said it, I'm, I'm sure my, my guy Sean would probably cut it out. Sean D.? Yeah, yeah, Sean Shanti Pasquale. De, de, de Pasquale. He's the Yo, guy. He's the guy who edits these things. If you me. if you're at Back to the Beach this Saturday and you see us, come up and say hey. Yeah, just say hey. Just We're going to be at uh, at the music festival. Yeah, borrow my Zoom, and he's actually going to record some uh, interviews backstage. He has to. Yes. Um, I I told him he should mentioned that he works for bunnyears.com and that he was going trying to get a VIP pass. And yes. he did, and, he and did. it worked. He got a press pass. Yeah. He actually got a freaking press it was pass. Mo- like, I, I have so many ideas. Oh, you're in. We're going to bring, ca- bring you back into the family. Perfect. Yes. They used to call me the ghost worm because I would sneak my way into so many parties, so many concerts. You just have to... I don't do it anymore. It just helps when you're, once again, when you're young. Yeah. Everything looks good on you. So you're just like a young guy outside. Yeah, they'll let you in. Little boy, are you lost? I go, no, I'm trying to get in to see, you know, the whatever concert. Like, oh, we have a free ticket. Why don't, can we let him oh, in? Just come yeah, on. sure. Come on in. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, boom. Yeah, no, next I've got you know, into a Primus. Or- <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I've snuck it into a, a lot of uh, uh, like VIP areas where kind of just like just watching the the security guy and kind of just you have to walk with confidence. It's um, you can get to any building in the world with a clipboard and a confident wave. I mean, you're way more recognizable well, than I am. And that, that's where I was going. Also, was that also it just my face is my passport a little yep. bit. Like I'm still have like that Macaulay Culkin esque nature. I wonder if you tried to smuggle marijuana into Japan because you're you're still very big in Japan. Uh-huh. Would they like? Would you get like Paul McCartney where oh. they just kind of wave it away like it's oh, all fine? I, I wouldn't even try. No, you, nor should you, but I yes. just wonder. Oh, I don't know. I don't know how big I am in Japan. I'm not sure if I'm, you know, I'm not, I don't think I'm, I'm no Paul McCartney. You know? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think you're selling yourself short. I think we should try this. <laughs> I think we should try this. I think we should try it. Let's go to, let's go to Tokyo right now. Uh, I would. Yeah. Um, we should wrap this up because we're over an hour right now. Oh, and, shit. you know, I have, I have to actually get dressed for a, uh, for, yeah, for seconds. Like, I'll probably see you there. Yeah, it's going to be so much fun. I know. Dave Chappelle, I heard, might be there. I heard he might be there. Yeah. Good, good on Bob Saget. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, thanks for doing this. I'm going to do an intro-outro, but do you have anything uh, to um, to like plug your socials and all that Yeah, kind of totally. Stuff? I'm at Matt Bennett on Twitter and Instagram, and uh, just follow for more fun and games and uh, good stuff. How, how many T's in Matt? There are two T's in Matt. How many, how many T's in Bennett? There are two T's in Bennett. Oh, okay. There you go. So, there you go. 
easy, but you'd be surprised people get it wrong well, all the time. That's why I specify. I'm the verified Matt Bennett <laughs> yeah, on go. both. That's the, how you know it's the, me. The verified one. And if you're if you're friends with me on Facebook, it ain't me. I don't have a Facebook. <laughs> See, there you go. See, information. You learn something freaking new I don't have day. a Facebook. Um, thanks a bunch for doing this. Hey, anytime. Yeah, I needed a filler guest anyway. Oh, uh, rats. <laughs> no, for real though. I had my sinking suspicions. Yeah, yeah. No, no, uh, no, seriously. <laughs> no, thanks, for, thanks, no, for real. No, seriously. No, seriously. No, for real. No, for really reals. Uh, but no, no, thanks for doing this. And uh, it, was, it was good fun. And now it's time for me to put on a suit. Leonard. Oh, so that was fun, right? Am I right? I know I'm really bad at these outro kind of things. I, I don't really like doing it in the moment. Uh, it, I, you know, it's kind of like, okay, uh, and here we go. Plug your things. But, you know, I, I, I kind of semi-do it and then whatever. All right. I'm, I'm overcomplicated in this whole thing. So um, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Uh, you know, Matt Bennett is one of my favorite people. He's actually a super sweetheart. So, um, so uh, I guess this is the point where I plug my stuff. Um, I think I probably already did it already on the show, but I'm going to do it again. Um, I'm at uh, Incredible Kulk on the Twitters, at Kulkamania on the Instagrams. And also, don't forget to call the Bunny Ears Podcast phone number. Uh, it is 1-845-393-4629. That is 845-393-4629. Six four two five. That is easy e hoax. Eight four five easy e hoax. So yeah, uh, leave us some voicemails because actually we're kind of running behind on voicemails. So uh, if you actually call us, we'll run it. So there you go. Um, and that's it. Um, you guys are uh, beloved to me because you're actually listening to this stuff. Uh, I think I'm hilarious, but at the same time, not everyone else does. So get out of here. As Tracy Ullman would say, go home. Go home. Nothing beeped. What the fuck, Mac? You don't have your voicemail? Don't even fucking beep when you're supposed to start? What the fuck am I supposed to do? This is Zach in Indiana. Hey, how the fuck are you going to have Jerry O'Fucking Connell on your podcast and not talk about Joe's apartment? One of my favorite movies of all time. I talk about it all the time. You have Jerry O'Connell sitting right there, and you don't talk to him about the goddamn singing roaches that make him Joe's apartment and shit. Hey, I've been enjoying the podcast. Season two is pretty great. Uh, the only criticism I have is that Mac and Matt sound really similar this season. Have a good one. Hey, Mac. I got a problem. Suck too many dicks. Worst part is, I didn't take any pics. Sorry I let you down. Bye! Find me, gag me, take me to the bunny ranch. Oh my god. So I I know you've got a lot going on. But remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. 
Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7. So I, I know you've got a lot going on, but remember, I'm here for you. So bother me when no one's listening because I will. Bother me when it feels like it won't get better because it can. Bother me because you're never a bother. Whether it's a low point or a crisis, get help for yourself or a friend. Learn more at neverabother.org or call or text 988, available 24-7.